Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 392 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we're going to be revealing what the cause of all your tennis mistakes is. This is the underlying reason or the kind of thing that ties every mistake together that you've ever made. And I'm really confident about that. This is very possibly the most important message you'll hear about tennis improvement in a long time, both in the past and to come. It's really important. I just kind of threw this in as a little piece of a YouTube video that I uploaded relatively recently. And it occurred to me as I was saying it, this is like the biggest concept ever. So today we're going to unpack that concept. I'm going to lead with the thing that I said in the video, and then we're going to unpack it together. And please listen for the whole thing. Like, don't don't tune out after you hear what the answer is. It's it's critical that you hear the rationale and you hear me unpack it, because otherwise you might dismiss this really quickly, and you might not believe it. And I, I want you to hear the full story. So let's dive right into it. For context, I'm going to just kind of define levels here really quickly so that you understand the statement that I'm about to make. For context, here inside of the United States, the most common level of player is 3.5. In fact, I really invite you, whether you're inside the United States or not, go to Google and type in USTA rating distribution. I'm doing it right now in my browser. Then click on images. So again, the search is USTA rating distribution. Then click on images. And the very first results, at least for me, is a graph. You'll see a bunch of bar graphs. And the first one for me has purple and green lines. Go ahead and click on the one that has purple and green lines. And you'll see a breakdown of different levels of play from 2.5 up to 5.5. This is just a really great visual. And you'll see that 35% of tennis players in the United States are the 3.5 level. That's just the, the most common level that players are. If, if you take th- uh, 3.5 and below, it's well over 50%. And if you take 4.0 and below, it's 90% of tennis players. So most tennis players are 3.5 or below, and the vast majority of tennis players are 4.0 and below. Nine players out of 10 are 4.0 or below. And a 4.5 level is only about 9% of tennis players. I'm sorry, uh, 6%. My bad. I need to adjust my notes here. Good thing I brought up the chart. (laughs) The 4.5 level is just 6% of players, and the 5.0 level is... 1% of tennis players. So with that in mind, here's the statement. Here's the statement that I made in that video. Okay, so so now that we're all kind of on the same page as far as like where most players fall in terms of level, here's that statement that I made that explains the cause of all your tennis mistakes. Okay, so listen carefully. If you're a total beginner tennis player and you're looking to move up in level to 3.0, so like 2.5, in the United States, 2.5 is basically a beginner. Like there's not really any competition below 2.5. So if you're a beginner and you want to level up to 3.0, you need to focus on the fundamentals of tennis. And I'm going to define what the fundamentals are in a minute, okay? 
but it's the fundamentals that are keeping you from 3.0. If you're a 3.0 player looking to level up to 3.5, then you should focus on the fundamentals of tennis. And if you're already a 3.5 player and you're looking to level up to 4.0, then what you really need to focus on is the fundamentals. Well, what if you're already a 4.0 player and you want to level up to 4.5? So remember, 4.0 and below 90% of players. The 4.5 is just 6% of players. Well, if you want to make that jump from 4.0 to 4.5, you should focus on the fundamentals. And if you're already a 4.5, you're in the top like 7 or 8% of tennis players, and you want to level up to the top 1%, you want to be a 5.0 player, you want to be a 5.0 player, you should focus on the fundamentals. It's the fundamentals that's holding you back. No matter what level of tennis player you are, unless if you are listening to me right now and you're a 5.5 player or above, which statistically speaking is 0% of tennis players. It's on, it's on that chart that I talked about. 5.5 five is 0% of tennis players. There's not enough of them to even be a fraction of 1%. It's a tiny percentage of players. And, and above that, we're talking professional players are above. So the, the, the scale goes up to 7. And if you're a 6.0, a 6.5, or a 7, then by the definition of the ratings, you're a professional player. You make a living playing tennis. Once you get up to 5, 5, and above, you're past the fundamentals. All of the fundamentals are solid. They're rock solid. And there's no big gaps there anymore. If you're below a 5.5, if you're a 5.0, 1% of tennis players, there's still fundamental gaps in your game. It's not a lot anymore, but there are. The huge mistake that tennis players make is as they get more and more experience, they practice more and more, they take more and more lessons, they play more and more matches, they assume that after years and years of doing it, that now it's, okay, it's time to move on to the advanced stuff now. Now I need to focus on advanced swings and tactics, and I need those advanced drills and the advanced techniques so I can you know hit special shots in order to make it up to the next level of play. And that will distract you and it'll keep you from focusing on what really matters, which is always the fundamentals until you're basically a world-class player. So what are the fundamentals? So, so just so we're on the same page here, let's, and I'm glad I sat down and, and thought about this. So here's, tell me if you think I'm off base here. I, let's see, I wrote two, four, six, six things. These are obviously like categories of skills, but here's the six things that as I sat down for five or 10 minutes, like these are the things that are the fundamentals in tennis. Proper use of the kinetic chain is a fundamental of tennis across all strokes. And for me, that means using the body as the primary power source, keeping the arms and the hands, you know, relaxed, letting the body rotate and deliver energy smoothly and efficiently. That's that's the proper use of the kinetic chain. Now, when you're a 3-5 player, are you better at using the kinetic chain than a 3-0 player? Yep. When you're a 4-0 player, are you better at using the kinetic chain than a 3-5 player? Yep. But are you great at it? Have you mastered proper use of the kinetic chain? No, not if you're a 4-0 player. And so the fundamentals are still the thing that is leaving a gap in your game. Otherwise, you'd be a 5-0 plus. 
if you had no problems with the kinetic chain. So it might not be as big of a problem anymore, but there's still improvements to be made with that fundamental part of your skills. Okay, so, so proper use of the kinetic chain, one fundamental. Smooth, efficient footwork, including and especially the split step. That's number two. Number three, fundamental. Accurate tracking of the ball and clean contact. Number four, automatic ability. So in other words, like you don't have to think about it anymore. Like you're just able to do it subconsciously. Ability to hit different speeds, heights, depths, spins, and directions on each of your shots. It might not be equal across your entire game, but you have to have the ability to control all those factors so you can hit the full wide range of shots in order to be successful in tennis. That's a fun, Those are fundamental things. Speed, height, depth, spin, direction. Being able to control your shots. Number five, your patterns of positioning and targets, aka your tactics and strategy, make winning easier and not harder. So you, like, you, you understand fun, the fundamentals of where to stand and where to aim so that you make the game as easy as possible for yourself and not harder than it has to be by aiming for dumb targets and making more errors or leaving yourself out of position because you're aiming for the wrong place and you're, you're just making the game harder than it has to be. And then number six, competent behind the baseline as well as close to the net and in between. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be an all-court player, but it's a fundamental, it's like, in my opinion, it's a fundamental skill to be comfortable with ground strokes as well as comfortable with volleys and also be able to transition in between. If you're completely missing one part of that equation, the the game's going to be really hard for you. If you're bad at the net, you're bad at the baseline, or you're bad at transitioning. So uh, let me am I missing anything here? Fundamentals. So again, I'll just read through it quickly. Proper use of the kinetic chain. Smooth, efficient footwork, including split step. Accurate tracking of the ball and clean contact. Automatic ability to hit different speeds, heights, depths, spins, and directions on each of your shots. Patterns of positioning and targets that make winning easier, not harder. And being competent behind the baseline, close to the net, and in between. To me, maybe I'm missing something here. If you, if you feel like I've missed something, like we could put the mental game in here probably. But I, I'm I'm leaving that out. We could take fit. We could add fitness to this. I, I'm leaving that out. I, I guess I more had in mind like tennis specific skills. But we need to train our our mind. We need to train our body in terms of like physical ability. I'm, I'm kind of leaving those. Those are big things. But I'm kind of leaving those out. I just wanted to focus on like tennis skills. So let me know if you think I'm missing anything. So here's the thing: if you're not a five zero player already. So if you're listening to me right now and you're below 5.0, which again is 1% of tennis players. So if you're in the 99%, then you have big gaps in at least a few of those fundamental areas. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to go ahead and use myself as an example. I, I know myself really well. I've watched myself play a lot of tennis and I've played a lot of tennis I've been, just for context, I've been competing at the 4.5 4. level for a couple of years now, and I've won about 75% of my matches. I'd say I'm in the top half for sure, like the top half of 4.5. I think at my peak, I was maybe an entry-level 
tennis player. And right now, realistically, I'm like in the top half of four or five. It's my best estimation, just based on my results. Now, when I lose, it's typically to former or current like college players, like people that are either high level four or five or a five o you know type of players can absolutely beat me, and obviously anybody's stronger than that. And when that happens, here's how my fundamentals look. So here's the six areas. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on them briefly. So kinetic chain. So again, I'm a strong four or five player. Here's my kind of score sheets, or here's my um, what do you call it? Your when you get your grades back, your um, <laughs> from the uh, from the teacher. Um, and I'm totally blanking on it right now. When you get your grades back, your report card. Here's here's my report card on the six different areas. Kinetic chain. I need work on my forehand ground stroke, and I also need work on my serve. I'm a little stuck. I'm a little late with my kinetic chain on my forehand and my serve. And I have a ton of work to do on my backhand drive. Kinetic chain is really poor. Okay? So I've got some significant gaps in my kinetic chain as a strong 4-5 player. Uh, my footwork I, is a really fundamental strength of mine. I'm, I'm very good as a mover. Uh, I anticipate really well. I, I move really smoothly. I cover a lot of courts. So I, I feel like I, I don't have any big gaps in my footwork. Could I improve? Absolutely, I could improve. But relative to my level, I'm, I'm really solid with that fundamental. Uh, clean contact, tracking the ball, hitting the ball cleanly. I'm very solid there as well. Could I do better? Yes, but I'm, I'm like ahead of my like grade level in quality of contact. I'm really solid with that fundamental. So, so two fundamentals there, I'm, I'm doing really well. Hitting different speeds, heights, depths, and spins. My serve is stuck, and I like I can only really spin it well right now. I used to be able to hit a really clean, big flat serve, you know, big for me. I can't do that right now, and it's connected to my kinetic chain. I'm kind of stuck with my body, so I, I can't hit a wide range of targets or spins right now on my serve. I'm kind of I'm limited. My backhand has no ability for topspin, <laughs> still. I've worked on it the last couple of years, but not enough to have it stick or really, you know, become grooved. So I can only hit slice on my backhand side, which is a huge problem. My volleys, I can I can direct well. My forehand, I can direct pretty well, but I've got a big gap in my serve and my backhand drive. So significant issue in my fundamentals there. All right, positioning and targets, aka like strategy. Um, I'm solid. Uh, you know, I could improve, um, but the sh- real problem is the gaps in my shots, the gaps in my kinetic chain, and my lack of ability to hit different speeds, height, steps, and spins and direction with some of my shots, aka my serve and my backhand, makes it really impossible. Uh, frankly, impossible against five O players. If I went and played singles against a five O player, my positioning and uh, my knowledge of targets is very good. But my execution of targets against a higher level player would be a gigantic, <coughs> excuse me, gigantic problem. Just like the whatever just got stuck in my throat. Huge problem against a 5 level player. So big gap there. And then how about being comfortable at the baseline, at the net, everything in between? Well, really close to the net, I'm very competent. Uh, my transition game, I'm solid. 
And my deep court baseline game is a weakness, and it's definitely a liability. So like my skills skew towards close to the net, and deep court relative to my level of play is is lacking. So so did you hear that? Me as a strong four five player, I have significant gaps in my kinetic chain, my ability to control speed, height, depth, spin, and direction, my positioning and targets, and also my ability back behind the baseline. I'm really solid with two of the fundamentals, and I have a significant to large gap in four of the fundamentals. Now, here's the thing. And I don't have time to get into what I'm about to say, but let me just throw it out there. If you watch the feedback of like random people on the internet, which I I know that's a bad thing to do, but when people who don't know me and don't know tennis well, watch me play tennis on YouTube, the general feedback is that I'm not a good tennis player. And the general feedback is there's no way I'm a four or five. Now, they're objectively wrong. <laughs> like it's just the, the the data, the results just speak for themselves. Like ratings are based on winning and losing. And I win seventy five percent of my matches at four or five. So I, I'm a solid four or five. But if you don't know the game of tennis well, and you've never watched yourself play tennis to know how big your gaps are, and you just watch me play tennis and you see my gaps, which are pretty clear like if you know tennis at least a little bit and you watch me play tennis you'll see my gaps they they will become apparent and your average tennis player thinks four or five is like this really high level which statistically it is but there's still at the four or five level significant fundamental gaps this you need to hear this loud and clear because If you understand what I'm saying and you connect all the dots, then you will start to fully appreciate the fact that it's always the fundamentals. It's always the fundamentals. It's always these these basic underlying skills that everybody knows you're supposed to have that people just don't have. And this is what holds people back. And yet the videos, you know, that get all the attention, that get all the clicks, that get all the likes across the internet are the ones that feature high-level, impressive players hitting high-level, impressive shots, talking about high-level, impressive techniques and tactics and strategies. But if you're listening to my voice right now, there's a 99% chance that that's not what you need to level up to the next level. And I I say 99% chance because only 1% of players are 5-0. And even at 5-0, there's probably some fundamental flaws in your game. Like I'd love to talk to Mark Sanset if you follow our, our content and just ask him, hey, what fundamental flaws do you feel like are, are in your game? I'd, I'd love to hear like his self-analysis of what fun, like the, the basics, the fundamentals that I listed, those six areas. Which of these six things do you feel like you have some gaps in? I promise you, he would list a couple. Even at 5-0, one, the one percenter in the game of tennis. So here's the thing. If you're not already a 4-0 player, which most players aren't, please don't think I'm I'm judging you here, I'm trying to make you feel bad. Like this is the reality of tennis. If you're not a 4-0 player yet, A, you're in the majority, okay? So most players are below 4-0 statistically speaking. You have big gaps 
in all of those areas. And if you have gaps in any of those areas, what sense does it make to focus on advanced techniques and tactics or skills? Because the thing is, a good opponent, a good player who plays against you is going to figure out your fundamental gaps quickly and exploit them. And that's what winning matches is all about, is figuring out what your opponent's not great at and just make them do it again and again. Here's the thing. How do most points end in tennis? I've asked this question a lot over years. How do most points end? The answer is an error. At our level of play, 80% of points end with somebody making a mistake, statistically. And why do most errors happen? Why is it that most errors happen? Well, if you're a beginner to intermediate level of player, then the ball in general, like the majority of the time is just traveling back and forth and somebody just makes a mistake because of the fundamental flaws in those six areas. It's just a self-inflicted error. And of course, your opponent's going to hit some good shots too and you're going to miss because they hit such a good shot. But it's a small minority of points. Most points, beginner to intermediate level of play, somebody just messes up because the game of tennis is really hard. (laughs) It's incredibly hard to master those six fundamentals. Now, if you're an advanced player, and I'll I'll call advanced like four or five and and above. We're talking about less than 10% of tennis players. I think that's pretty, pretty fair definition. If you're an advanced player, you still have fundamental flaws. They're just not as huge and not as obvious. But a good opponent can pressure them by hitting solid shots consistently on their side. And so that's how the error, like it, most points still end with an error for me. Most points are not ending in a winner for me as a four or five player. It's mostly me making errors and my opponent making errors. The reason why the errors happen is because of our fundamental flaws in those six areas. The flaws I pointed out about my own game, that's why I miss, is because I I haven't mastered each of those fundamentals yet. And that's why I'm not a 5-0 player or a 5-5 player. And I never will be a 5-5 player. It's not in the cards for me. It's possible I could work on my game enough to get bumped up to 5-0 again. Even that would take a significant amount of effort and work to shore up the fundamental things that I pointed out a couple minutes ago. So to to repeat, it doesn't matter if you're a beginner, a 3-0 player, a 3-5 player, a 4-0 player, a 4-5 player. The thing you should be focused on is the fundamentals, not anything advanced. It's the fundamentals holding you back all the way up to 5.0. And if you're above a 5.0 level, you're probably not listening to this podcast. So if you're listening to my voice right now, trust me, what's holding you back is the fundamentals. And if you get distracted by those other shiny, impressive things, that's like, oh man, I really want, you know, those, we really want those big, fancy, powerful, high level skills. While you spend time on those things and you leave exposed your fundamental flaws, you're just making it You're not improving your chances because your smart opponents are still going to pick on and exploit those fundamental flaws. Shore up the fundamentals. I know it's not as enticing. I know it's not as exciting. I know it's not as sexy. But 
man, is that what you absolutely need to keep moving in the right direction? Hopefully this resonated with you. Hopefully it wasn't too repetitive, but I just feel like this has to be said, has to be focused on more. And so I hope it was helpful for you to hear this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. For more free game improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube where we are the number one resource in the world providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.